0: Grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader Manager Coach. Welcome to the podcast. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to another program, and this is uh, another program being recorded in Dhaka in Bangladesh. As we continue to um, engage in the coaching, uh, the coaching process here in uh, in Asia. Now today's podcast. Uh, content and topic has been stimulated by a book, as it often is, that I decided to take with me on the plane journey from the UK to Bangladesh. And um, as somebody who tries to choose his circle of reading very carefully, because I strongly believe that in this very short period of time we have here on, on this mortal coil, that what we put into our minds and the things we choose to read and watch and listen to is is very important. Um, I have a a ton, a library, a a plethora of books that I've chosen, I've bought, I've been recommended that I have at home and um, I probably haven't got um, any chance of getting through all of them. Um, I'd love to and maybe if I'm lucky I will. But uh, the book I chose to bring with me was uh, a book by Ryan Holiday, somebody who I uh, have a great deal of respect for, particularly the work that he does. And the book is called "Ego is the Enemy." And this is the book that I chose to read on the plane. And I got to um, once I got to Bangladesh, I got to a, a, a chapter, which was all about being a student, and it resonated so strongly that I thought I would share this on the podcast this week. Now, just to put it into perspective, the story uh, that kind of led up to this, that that made this a really poignant one was the fact that, so, you know, you get, you get, you may be in a position, how many times have you, has this occurred to you in your own life where you uh, achieve something or you get appointed in a job or you achieve a promotion or you get some some recognition or you pass an exam and you get congratulations cards you get family members saying well done you get people in your work fraternity sending you you know congratulations and and applauding your efforts and you know as as one way of putting it is you have your day in the sun and i think that everybody at some point in their life may be fortunate enough to have their day in the sun and then, of course, maybe we return to the uh, the not so glamorous processes of, of everyday life. But that's another story in itself, although it's related to this. So, you know, just to put it into perspective, um, I've had probably more positive feedback, particularly from people who love me, my family members and friends and people in the coaching fraternity and in the industry who've, sent congratulations and, and applause and said, well done, and, you know, great, great job, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I have to say that it's lovely, it's very nice, and I accept that people want to do those kind of things, and it's good to allow people to be able to do those kind of things and, and be, be humble and allow them to do that and say thank you very much. But underneath it all, probably like a lot of you, it's not something I'm really comfortable with. Um, I am much more comfortable with getting up in the morning, just doing my own thing, the things that I, I, I want to do, the fundamental things in my own life that I, you know I believe are fundamental to do a happy and successful life. and we all have those things and um, getting on with it and doing it because that's all, all that matters to me. Um, I remember a stage in my life and I certainly don't re- re- mind saying this when. You know, I did look to be recognised for what I did. I wanted people to to know how good I was at doing things. I, I, I looked for that recognition, and 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 whether craved for it is a is the right word. I don't know, but I do remember a time when when those things were were very important, uh, or seemed to be important to me, and I and I felt this this uh, emptiness kind of thing and I thought, oh, it'll be great when I get recognised for how good I am at X or Y or Z and, you know, when people say, yeah, yeah, you're great at this and get that applause and all that kind of thing. And as life's gone on, um, again, this may be ring true for you that those things have, you know, faded away and, 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 and become significantly less important and um, other, other, other things in life have certainly taken over from that and um, one of the one of the great things that, that getting a little bit older brings to you or certainly brought as a blessing to myself is that there's a great deal of peace to be had in just being yourself. And um, the external recognitions that exist in life, whether that's from the media, whether that's now as it is from social media, is so much less important. It's all about meeting yourself. And being able to put your head on the pillow at night time and saying, you know, have I acted in the way that I would have liked to have acted today? And could I do something tomorrow that would make me a little bit better? That that's ultimately all all that matters. So this external noise and 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 all all the the applause and 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 things like that that go along with life. Yes, thank you very much. Please enjoy yourself and express yourselves as you as you wish. Um, but um, you know, the important thing is what is real and the ritualistic aspects of everyday life. So um, I don't know how many of you can relate to that, but maybe, maybe you can. And, um, you know, it's this, this book, The Ego is the Enemy, and the, and the chapter particularly on being a student kind of resonated with all that because it's so easy, isn't it, to get carried away in life. Um, I heard, a, uh, I was chatting to one of my coaching colleagues earlier today, and we've had this conversation in a similar vein before, but we had a great conversation earlier today when um, one of my coaching colleagues, who was a very successful uh, footballer in the in the in the English Premier League, who you know played for one of the top teams and, and, and scored a goal at a very very early age, which kind of rocketed it, rocketed him to a place of relative stardom, shall I say, for for want of a better phrase, and. Um, as he, as he openly admits due to unforeseen circumstances and things that, that happened in his, in his career, he never managed to sustain over a long period of time that level of success. And, and the great conversation that we had today was that he had all this success poured on him at a, at a, at a very early stage, albeit for a short period of time. And the demands on him in terms of expectation, were enormous. But he, he said that he was unable to sustain that due to circumstances outside of his control. But what he had learnt from the adversity that went along with that was to, to be humble and to work and to be diligent and, and, and to actually not be guided by the masses, not be guided by the great voice of the media and to listen to the voice within him. And um, he he's applied himself. And um, over the long term, you know, he's, he's doing what, what he loves and what he's great at. And that, that's that's a testament to somebody being a student, a student of the game in his own area. And again, one of the first stories in Ryan Holiday's book, uh, in the chapter on being a student, is all about a, a heavy metal music band called Metallica. Now, oh, I'm... I don't know how many of you are, are into your music or into your heavy metal, your thrash metal or whatever it is called. Um, it's not something that I am, but apparently there was a a, a band, a very there is a very successful band called Metallica. Now, when they first started out, just before they kind of hit the big time, they got rid of one of their guitarists and bought in a young gentleman. I believe he was called Jack Hammett, and Jack was this very good young guitarist who within a few short months and a couple of years was rocketed to stardom as Metallica, the band became very, very successful. And this young man was at the forefront, was at the front of the stage, playing his trade and um, became amazingly successful. But deep within Jack, there was this feeling that he wasn't actually as good as people thought he was. So he went away and he, found himself a mentor, a coach, and a tutor. A guy called, I think it was Joe Satriani. And together, over a number of years, they worked diligently, and Joe put him through his paces, was strict, had a disciplined approach, and they worked together all through Jack Hammett's humility, because he was already a very famous and probably very wealthy young man who had all the... all the the trimmings and the extras of stardom and wealth to go with it. But he put himself through his training quietly alone in his own time at his own expense with this guy called, um, called Joe Satriani, I believe, and went on to become an even, even greater guitarist um, and satisfied himself um, and within that is, is the story that no matter how great the world makes you, no matter how great others tell you you are, if you look inside and take the take this still small voice within that tells you where you really are, only you really know. And this is an, an amazing example of somebody who would have could have found it very difficult to actually subsume themselves and actually take a realistic view. say right okay you know I don't need to learn anymore I'm at the top of my profession when actually he probably in his own own way thought well I haven't actually really started I've been given an amazing opportunity yes but um, in reality I, I, I can do a lot better and he went on to do that as such an amazing example and the other great thing as well about that is that the other guy that his tutor his mentor Joe Satriani also went on to be a phenomenal guitarist as if he wasn't already, but an even better one who sold millions and millions of copies of his music. And that, that fits in quite well. Yes. You know, with what I've been talking about, we've been, we've been brought into Bangladesh and, and, you know, there's been press conferences and, and website things and articles written saying this, that, and the other, and yeah, all very nice, all very good, but actually for for us for the guys who are here for myself and the other coaches you know it's here it's all about what happens on the ground it's all about the day-to-day being on the grass with the boys with the players and that's where it's at and uh, 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 you know one of the coaches came up to us the other day and said yeah you no know, we want to learn from you you are the experts you know we want to know what you know and can teach us and etc and etc cetera, et cetera. and um Then the then day after, one of the boys came up and said, um, "You know, you are the expert. Blah blah blah, and this that and the other. And can you teach us this?" And and all I, all we wanted to say, and certainly all I wanted to say, was look, you know, thank you very much, but you know, we are also here to learn, and we are eternal students, and having that attitude of being an eternal student, being ever open to listening, having your ears open. Being prepared to, you know, keep your mouth closed, keep your ears open, observe and understand is where it's at. Certainly for me, because the minute you think you've arrived, the minute you think you have the knowledge, the minute you think you know it all is probably the beginning of your downfall. Because the minute you think you know it all, then that's the time that you actually stop taking information in. And the minute you stop taking information in, you probably stop growing and the process will probably begin to reverse itself. So, you know, I like to think and one of my aims as Ryan Holiday so magnificently puts in his chapter on being a student is to be an eternal student. And I hope to be that. And um, I think it's a great, a great, a great, you know, attribute to to kind of aim aim towards. And even Ryan himself talks about the amazing success that he, he had early in his career as an author which was actually, um, a very challenging thing because all the success and, and the wealth and the, the, the things that came from that were very challenging for him because he had to then achieve something greater after that. And, um, yeah, there is actually a, a danger and a downside into having success early on in, in your career. So it's a, another one to, to think about. Um, Another great story that, that highlights this, uh, and this was shared again by somebody I talk about quite a lot, Brian Johnson, and his, uh, his great work that comes from his Entheos website and all the content he shares on that. He talks about Mihai, Chikzent Mihai, the guy who's um, into flow and, 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 and achievement, who, when he was in the the content creation mode for his work he wrote many, many letters to famous people to to people who he thought were examples of great, great creators and one of the people he wrote to was a guy called Peter Drucker now Peter Drucker uh, is probably one of the most successful business management gurus that have um have existed in the in in recent years um, written phenomenal amount of books and, and so highly respected in the business world in terms of management. And um a few months later, uh Mihai got a, a letter back from Peter Drucker saying, you know, Dear 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 Mihai, thank you very much for your letter. I'm very very honoured to have received a letter, but I am far too busy just plodding along doing My ABC that I do and I've done for the past few decades, that um, creativity is not something that I consider to be part of my DNA. I I don't consider myself to be creative. I am just a plodder. Yours sincerely, Mr. Drucker. And, you know, what a wonderful attitude and what a wonderful way to to see your life, because it it kind of I don't know how you feel. But, um, you know, I was always bottom of the art class in school. Um never drew anything music is as difficult to me as 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 probably many, many things. Um so being if, if Peter Drucker's a plodder, well I'll take that all day and um that's absolutely fine by me. That's um plodding along, just having a ritual where you do your thing every day, whether that's your teaching, your coaching, your your whatever your business is, whatever your niche is, whatever it is you do. You get up in the morning, you get on with it, and you know, going along the the mastery pathway on the doho, on the mat, on the on the yoga mat, and practice and practice and practice and practice and practice day in, day out, evening, mornings, night times, and uh, getting over that plateau and loving that practice. For me, that I will take that all day, absolutely every day, and um, it was a great, a great thing to read. So, just moving on to kind of wrap it up about this being an eternal student, because that's what that's the the big message, the highlighted message, the bright lines from from today's podcast episode is all about. You know, having that ability to self-assess, to having that humility to be able to analyze yourself, to take a look at yourself and to actually even go a step further and begin a process of almost a negative spiral of assessment where you actually, whether that's with somebody else or whether that's with a mentor, you you take a look at yourself and say, actually, I'm not great at this. I'm not so good at that. And, and I need to improve on that. And it's a hard thing for your own mind if it's ego driven to actually accept that and say, this is where I am. This is where I know I am. The world might think I am here, but actually I know deep down I am here. And I am prepared to take the steps, whatever they are, to get to or take a baby step to improve today, a baby step to improve tomorrow, so on, and so on, and so on. But as Ryan Holiday points out, if we want to get to where we can, we must follow that process, that willingness to subsume ourselves. And again, credit to... Ryan Holiday, who talks about in his book in this chapter about a guy called Frank Shamrock. Now, Frank Shamrock, uh, I didn't know this, but is apparently one of the gurus and 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 the pioneers for the mixed martial arts sport, which in the past deco- decade or so, probably more than that, has become very very popular. And uh, the message from Frank Shamrock is um, a a philosophy that he's got, which is plus, minus, and equals. And Frank believes that as learners, as lifelong learners and eternal students, we should have a plus in our lives, a minus in our lives, and an equal in our lives. And the plus is somebody who is a master at what we want to achieve. So somebody who is better than us, who has more experience than us, who has mastered the art of what we want to do, who we should aim to use as our coach, as our mentor, and as our teacher whether they do that um consciously or 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 professionally we pay for it or we just learn from their work or we follow them that's not not really necessary to discuss but that's what we should have in our life something to aspire to something somebody to aspire to and somebody to guide us he also says we should have somebody in our life who we can teach because Somebody else once said that you you only really learn your material and your craft when you begin the process of teaching somebody else or facilitating the learning process in somebody else or coaching somebody else or coaxing somebody else or influencing somebody else, however you want to put it. So we should all aim to be a teacher uh, or a facilitator or a coach in some capacity. Now... That That will help us on the journey, just just like Joe Satriani and, and um, Jack Hammett, the the process there, and then he also says the equals we should also have somebody in our life who is pretty much on a par with ourselves, on a par so we can challenge each other, so you know maybe in your work environment you work with somebody who's around your age, who is on the same level as you who do the same things, and you consider yourself to be you know round about where each other are. And, in a great way, in a friendly way, in a positive way, you can really challenge each other. You don't have to even do it consciously. You can do it subconsciously and, and see how you can lift yourselves up. Um, you know, It's the old adage of you get somebody to run 100 meters on their own and you can absolutely guarantee that if you get that person to run the 100 meters and they have somebody against them who is really good, that they will run a faster time. And it's, this, it, it, it's the same parallel message. So um, that's Frank Shamrock's plus, minus, and equals, which I think is, is really good. And it certainly uh, influenced me to uh, re-evaluate who those, who those influence are, who those influences and those people are in, in my own life. So there we are. That's the podcast for this week. It's, uh, it's all about being an eternal student. It's all about how we can do a couple of things to help ourselves be an eternal student and on the way, ignore the noise, um, be grateful for where we are, the opportunities to learn, be patient, and um, just allow the processes to occur, and to be happy that you are getting up every day, you are doing what it is you want to do, and um, whether or not you can see the results, you are on that plateau, and you are learning to love that plateau, and um, recognizing that actually, that is really where it is. At. so here's to being an eternal student and um you know i hope you uh, are able to get something out of the podcast so that's it for this episode um if you've got anything to say about it if you want to share some thoughts and ideas you know as always catch catch us on social media facebook linkedin uh, instagram or our game download the our game app have a listen to that it's, uh, it's if you're into your into your football it's uh, there's tons of stuff on there so um yeah Let me know what you think or www.robriles.co.uk. And as always, I do appreciate your time. Share the message. Thanks for listening. Catch you later. Bye-bye.